Oh, if you can't afford gas, I, I'm just, I don't understand how, like, you can afford <laughs> a Tesla. Like, it just, yeah. so this person said, Mayor Pete said today that people struggling with rising gas uh, prices should solve the issue by buying electric cars. And related news, homeless people should also buy houses so they aren't homeless anymore. Thanks for the tips, Marie Antoinette. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Happy weekend. Yay. What are your plans for this weekend now? Anything big? This is probably my first weekend that I'm able to like almost chill, I guess. Um, I'm going to, uh, okay, sorry. We have a new software, y'all, and I'm just making sure everything is, like, leveled out. Anyway, um, I was invited to a St. Patrick's Day event, a St. Patrick's Day party, um, with some guys from my church. No, it's Thursday. Well, yeah, but it's, like, for it to be this weekend, it's a little early. Just St. Patrick's Day in general with a party? The party. Oh, well, it's the weekend before, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Well, this weekend, that's the only thing I actually have planned. I have so much, so much to do in general, podcasting-wise. We have a lot of things coming up, you guys. A lot that you need to make sure your calendars are cleared and you are ready. Um, I'm going to have a lot of things podcast-wise I need to get done this weekend, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to carve out that amount of time to do St. Patrick Day things with my friends, with my Bible study. I, I don't want to, this is going to sound terrible. I don't know if they're listening. I like the girls a lot, but I don't know if I can call them friends yet. Cause we just like, I just joined you, this Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. You just messed them. You're acquaintances right now. Yeah. We're acquaintances right now. If any of you are listening, I really do like you. We just don't know each other yet. <laughs> so this was probably awkward, but whatever. This is who I am. Anyway, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Um, well, this is like my week off between semesters of school, which I'm really anxious about, like, by next semester. So I'm taking like two classes. And it's like a quiz every week. And so I think that's why I'm like anxious about it. But I mean, it's business law and managerial economics. So I really... Oh, God. Like, I I really... Business law kind of sounds fun. Yeah, but in like I mean, I was an economics major, and I think it's like I'm good at memorizing stuff. So I really hope yeah. it's just like a lot of like memorizing. But I hope so I mean, too. Between, other than that, I think just like getting everything like 
Oh, well, I'm getting everything situated housewise. And then um, I need to finish building my website this weekend for that political life. Um, I can you can tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So um, thanks for the plug, Mal. But I, I am rebranding that political couple to that political life. Um, and it's going to be content more... Because, like, that political life was kind of like, okay, our experience of running for office. And we're not doing that this term, um, during the midterms. And so I'm like, okay, like, how am I going to, like, rebrand the blog? And so rebranding it to kind of content of, like, geared towards voters and... so Okay, so it's geared towards voters, uh, politicians, people running for office. And um, I'm calling them activists. So my activists are people who want to get involved, but not really sure how. And so kind of providing some insight in that way of like, okay, like maybe like if you like, this is how you get involved with the local party. Well, if you don't want to get involved with the local party, these are some local organizations you can do that are not undercover progressive that are like organization. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, organizations that are technically non-partisan and non-religious, yes, that are truly but... non-partisan, like, organizations. Like, yeah. if you, like, if you want to work, like, um, I don't know. Like, like Turning Point is not true non-partisan, if we're being Correct. Honest. Turning Point, their mission is getting conservatives and Republicans elected, where I want to kind of guide people, like, okay, like, if you want to... Like, like with you, it's like, okay, if you want to get involved, like, with abortion, um, anti-abortion uh, organizations, and even though some may say that's a partisan issue, in theory, really, it is a nonpartisan issue. Yeah. Like, and, Students for Life has helped uh, Democrats run. Yeah, if they're exactly. pro-life. Exactly. Yeah. And so, really just wanting to provide people with, like, information, as well as explaining, like, what's going on in the world so it's like okay like we're gonna be talking about gas prices today do a blog post explaining okay like this is policies that have led to gas prices and so it's like essentially it's like i'm your all-in-one guide to anything political and just explaining information and not i don't necessarily want it like i mean definitely there's because i'm in conservative there is going to be like conservative everything influence. has a spin yeah everything like, has a spin nothing is completely unbiased i hate when people yes. think that yes. i don't care what side you're on whatever there is absolutely nothing unbiased there's always yes. going to be a spin exactly so it's definitely going to have like some conservative influence but it's not going to be like not like this <sighs> no i mean this is different like we we have conservative influence but because of that like we vote republican but it's like, I, I want to just tell you, like, what's going on and how you can get involved regardless of your beliefs. And yeah. so I'm going to have, like, a section dedicated to voters of, like, okay, like, this is, like, the primaries. This is um how to, like, make sure your voter registration and, like, guide them because there's a lot of really good organizations that can help you, like, register to vote and make sure, like, your voter registration is good and all that. And so really just want to be like an all-in-one political guide, whether you want 
to be just a voter, an activist, or running for office. Love it. Well, so, I'm excited and, to see this. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, so, like, I've been working on the website, and I'm definitely going to, like, send it to you to see, like, if there's any, like, like, hicks. Is it hicks? Is that what I'm uh, word? Hiccups? Hic- no. Hiccups, I guess. Yeah. Hiccups. Hic- if there's any like hiccups or anything like I need to change. I also want to do like a section um, of like, it's called like, I don't want to call it like traveling the capitals. And so like traveling like Ooh. across like the country and the world and like going to like the different capitals and kind of like what are, like cool things you can do in the capitals that are political and apolitical. Yeah. So. Oh, that's fun. That's so we funny. have, like, a really good post. And also, like, I mean, I've had this vision that I've wanted to do and then COVID hindered it. But I really want to, like, travel the state and have, like, local politicians show me around their district. Where they show me, like, oh. all, like, their favorite parts of the district. And like so a that's vlog almost. Or, like, a vlog. Like a vlog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's like cool. an idea I've had for even under that political couple. I'm like really wanted to do that during like the 2020 election, but you know, COVID yeah. happened. Yeah, Miss Rona decided to come. Didn't yes. even discuss it with the rest of us, but Miss Rona just appeared. No, I had other plans, Miss Rona, but yeah, I, so that's I... kind of what the plan is with the blog. Like, I'm still kind of like like hounding out some ideas. Um, but I really think like I've been like thinking about I mean how long have I been kind of like re like planning this rebrand at least three months now that I've been planning wow. this rebrand and just really like I because I'm like I'm not gonna like I rushed into it last time it was like a great idea don't get me wrong but I think it was especially for the season you were in yes but we're not in that season I needed something to be more versatile and also like I was doing it in Sebastian like helped some but it was just he was just like it's not his thing and it's not something like and like especially like continuing on he's like I really don't like he's like I love it I'm not telling you not to do it or he's like but it's just not me it's not and this is always like my vision in the end yeah and so I just really needed something to where it's like you know now like I can focus it myself or bring other people on not just me so Cool. That political life. Yep. Really quick, do you hear a beeping every couple minutes? No. Okay. Just making sure. I keep getting a notification. Let me see. Is this the... Um, okay, maybe it'll stop. Um, But no, seriously, that's really cool. I'm excited for that. And I think that's very needed in today's today's world. Yeah, and like in I... General. And I will say my color, I've changed up my color scheme completely too. So my main color is purple because I oh. wanted to it, it to be um like a site where people from both sides can come together to get information. Okay. Okay. I like that. That's good. I'm excited. When do you yeah. think you'll have everything ready? Okay. So I bought the URL through GoDaddy. And, but I'm building the website on Squarespace because I just realized, like, I'm just done with GoDaddy. I'm so frustrated with GoDaddy. 
And so yeah, they I've won't never release. Used before. Yeah, so they won't release. So it's like if you buy it through a certain site, they won't release it to you. Just switch it to a different site. I think it takes like two months. I think. Oh my goodness! And so, um, it's either one or two months. I think it's two months. That's too long. Um, that's and ridiculous. so, but that comes up on the seventeenth. So, like, I'm building it right now to hopefully it be transfer the just because my goal is to get the website done this weekend because I start classes on Monday and then just wait to transfer it the domain over okay and then it will be launched once the domain gets transferred over that's so exciting well I'm happy for you full swing yes and so so yeah so that's one big news and then uh, I guess the other big news, um, we moved to Raleigh, so that's where you kind of have the traveling, the capitals, because I will be traveling my capital of North Carolina and Raleigh, and just like going to different places in Raleigh and just really like exploring um, the capital and really just kind of like learning about my new hometown. And for those who don't know, Raleigh is the second um, largest city in North Carolina. Charlotte is actually, and when people think of the capital of North Carolina, they usually think Charlotte, but it's actually Raleigh. For those Mm -hmm. that don't know, it's actually not Charlotte. I know a lot of people think it is, but it's actually Raleigh. Yep. So we've (laughs) moved here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a little, you know, a little Charlotte Raleigh beef, but not really. I have. And I'm going to be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are barely a resident at this point. <laughs> I'm going to be in um, Raleigh next week for the Abortion Free Cities campaign with Students for Life, which I'll talk about that at the end. Um, and we'll have to talk later because I think I might come up Friday instead of Saturday because I'm, yeah, I guess we don't have to talk about it right now. Okay. But um, I'm, That's fair. I think I'm going to change my plans a little Aren't bit. You- yeah, I mean, we have an extra bed, so you are more than welcome okay. to stay Thank here. You. Of course, have Ooh, to you hear that, you guys? <laughs> okay. Um, anything else? Should we update? I'm trying to think if anything else is going on in my life. Did we talk about um, Lent already? I can't remember. We haven't. So I'm Protestant, and we don't really celebrate Lent, but I know we have a lot of Catholics that so do thought, listen. So did you just ask me over text? I don't know why I thought we had. This no, conversation I'm... already. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Because like I was telling you, I was like trying to like maybe you were asking if I decided and I hadn't at that point. I didn't. I don't think we've talked about Lent at all. We. I don't think we've ever talked about Lent. Maybe it was, I think that's, it might have been Juan. Not that's Juan your other asked. friend with a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the only one. <laughs> But what did you choose for Lent? So, Sebastian and I are giving up fast food, and oh. I'm giving up, like, alcohol, except for when I go to work dinners, because I don't want them thinking I'm pregnant. So Okay. Okay. But, and also work dinners, it's just more social, but, like, yeah, I'm giving them, like, alcohol and fast food. We did have to pause this week on Lent. Because our refrigerator stopped working. And if we did not go and get fast food, we would be extremely broke. Oh, my goodness. So, Wait, we... You, 
Is it the refrigerator? Did the refrigerator come it's with not ours. the new? <laughs> so okay, okay, okay. Okay. Landlords had a deal with it, but yeah, our like refrigerator. Like, so what happened was, is like they turned it off when the people before us left, but then like when they turned it back on, it wasn't working, and like we didn't realize it. Like, I bought like a hundred and fifty dollars worth of food should be like wasted. Oof. Yeah. Well, good thing they paid for it though to get it fixed. Yes, and so we. We've eaten some at home, but, like, I mean, we've just had to kind of, like, go out. Like, we decided to go grab food because it's, like, it, the guy came Wednesday to look at it. He's, like, I need a part. And he came today to get a part and to, like, reinstall the part. And he's, like, it, give it 24 hours. If it's not, then just give me – if it's not working, then just give me a call. So, like, I can't go and buy groceries until we know yeah. that the fridge is working. And luckily, right. like, I mean, certain foods, so, like, a lot of, like, the vegetables I bought, and then, like, eggs are fine, like, they don't necessarily need to be, like, cold, and so I've been, like, surviving off eggs and avocado, so. Okay, well, that's healthy, eggs and avocado. <laughs> yes, I, it's my favorite thing. See, that's one thing, so we've talked, I, we've talked about it personally, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, mm-hmm. I actually am not looking to get a house, I know a lot of people, like, that's the thing to do, I, I was for a while, but that's what I'm about to say, like, that's why renting is a positive, because not only would you have been down the 150 for groceries, you'd have to buy a, a whole new refrigerator, Yeah. if you own the house, so it's yeah, like, we didn't, um, did that. <laughs> yeah, and like, just right now, the way the economy set up. I don't even want to get into that, but it's just, it's kind of easier and more economically um, smarter to just rent. Yeah. So that's and I think, like, personally Michael's I'm not interested in buying. Like, just getting confidential. He's like, the, with r- renting, the, you know the most you're going to pay. With a mortgage, that's the least you're going to pay a month. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's such a good point. It's and such like, any- a good advice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what that book, I'll Teach You to Be Rich, that's what his whole thing he was saying. This is what stuck with me the most, and then we probably should get started. But what really stuck with me the most of the thing that he said is he said that, like, at the end of the day, people say that a house is an investment. No, a house, like, you're investing in the house. Like, you, if anything goes wrong, you have to put money into it. So if you're not set up, if you haven't managed your money enough to be able to put thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars into it to change it and do whatever you need to do, then it's yeah. just not a wise investment. And that's the reality of the situation. Yeah, um, I mean, like, we kind of buy stuff, like, just to, like, rent. Yeah, like, of course. We had to buy like, some stuff, like, for the new place. And, like, luckily, like, we've got, like, a lot of our parents um, that they don't yeah. use anymore and, like... I mean, honestly, most of our furniture is from my grandparents' house. Yeah. So. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. But, I mean, like, we've had to buy a lot. I mean, like, we had to buy what a What is your sister going to do? She's, they still have All more the... furniture, so. Okay. <laughs> they still have more furniture. Um, it's a it's a race between who gets married first, who gets all the things. <laughs> no, 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 not necessarily. My parents still have enough furniture for her, so. <laughs> like, she has, like, a whole, like, another, like, like, she has a whole room at my parents' house that's, like, they're, like, this is all yours. Like, take everything out. Oh, nice. Good for her. So, but, but the thing is, it's so, like, when my grandparents passed away, like, 
my dad sold my grandmother's house and it's like a three bedroom home and so like we've kept all and it's like good quality furniture so like we've kept all the furniture and like they have it some of it stored at the barn at the farm but like I mean that's how like we've gotten all our furniture like I don't know what we would have done if that was not the case yeah like everything everything we own like I mean our whole bedroom suite is from my grandparents um our kitchen tables from my grandparents like most of like if not we'd have gotten crappy furniture from Amazon because I'm cheap and see that's the thing with like for me that I don't have that um opportunity so when I am finally able to get the heck out of here I'm gonna have to be starting from scratch Mm. and if I were to get married too that'd be even harder to start from scratch because I ideally I would like to move to a house I will say Sebastian didn't have like any furniture when we um got married in which it was because like I mean everything like I brought in this is nice because like we didn't have any duplicates of anything because, like, he was, like, living with like, a roommate, and, like, it was just the roommate's furniture and, like, Fair. kitchen stuff. And so, like, when, like, um, like we got married and, like, moved in together, like, I mean, it was all this stuff that I had accumulated. So, what I should add to my list of things looking for a husband is someone with furniture. Or <laughs> Their already. parents can pass down. Or a house already. So, I don't have to. No, I'm just joking. I'm not doing the list. Um. Anyway, we should get started. We should get our tea. You know what's nice about this new software is, like, I can see how long we've gone already. I know. I love that. And that's, we're going to have to cut that down one day. Oops. Oops. (laughs) Um, Sorry. (laughs) Ready? Cheers. Clink. Cheers. Alrighty. Everyone ready for the tea cap. Take it away. Okay, I don't know the who is Ash thing. That's at the top. Oh, that should have been taken out because of our... Yep, that. So ignore that. Um, Never mind. And cut. (laughs) So we are actually going to break down for you Joe Biden's war on gas prices. And I think it was really interesting this week. um, His press secretary. Is it Jen Pecans, pox, something. Whatever. Jen. I don't know how to. It's like P.S. That's what I don't know how to pronounce Pazings. it. Pinkowski. I don't know. Pinkowski. Mike Wazowski. Um, Pinkowski. That's probably the most country southern way to say it. It's <laughs> like, no, the gas prices, it's not Biden's fault. It is actually or the Russians war in Ukraine. And it was like, honey, the gas prices per, like during Trump was like in the dollar, like single dollar. It was under two. And not and, only that, the gas prices have been going up since before this war. Yes. And so, and, and I will say, Sebastian and I, so when we, I got a notification from New York Times, I think it was like Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, maybe. Um, I think it was Wednesday morning when Biden announced that they were like, yeah, Biden's going to announce that we're cutting off oil from Russia. I'm like, we're going to the gas station right now because I knew that was going to like, yeah. jump up prices. And so we went That's and my granted, like, we, 
like with the move like we're pretty much completely empty gas we spent 125 dollars together filling up both our cars wow yeah how much is it normally i i think i spent 50 and normally i was spending 20 to 25 pre-biden wow yeah wow so we haven't left the house that's what (laughs) so someone invited me to something else tomorrow and that's i was going back and because i'm like first of all where i live is where all the old people live so all the young people with all the fun stuff is isn't on my side of town so everything i go to i it's a trek so i have to now i have to pick and choose who i hang out with and when i hang out Mm. with them and extrovert mallory does not like that let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, I think I saw like a meme someone posted. It's like, yeah, now that COVID's over, gas prices are too expensive for me to leave the house. Right. And what I think is so funny is Joe Biden is now telling everybody, we got to get back into the office. We got to get back into the office. We got to get back into the because office. Right. It's as for his gas infrastructure plan. Like, of course. If people don't go back to work, then like part of his infrastructure plan is like worthless. Mm. And it's interesting. I'm very surprised. I mean, like, I think, like, a lot of companies are realizing it's, like, we can cut down on costs by not having people in the office. Yep. A lot of people aren't going back. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, I mean, right now we're not going back. So, so we'll see. I don't think my dad's going back. Yeah. But anywho, so I know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So back to breaking down Joe Biden's war on gas prices. So January twenty twenty one. So this was like a little over a year ago. That and this is like when Biden got inaugurated. The average price of gas was two thirty three, and then Oof. on day one of his um, presidency, Biden through an executive order began halting oil and gas leasing on federal lands. In water, so essentially he shut down the key and we talked line. about this. Yeah, we talked about this, you guys. If you go back to, I guess, it's a year and some change ago, we talked about his ridiculous executive orders and elections have consequences. Yep, continue. And so then, um, Biden during this time, too, Biden directed government agencies to eliminate fossil fuel subsidies by 2022. Uh, Go to May 2021, the average gas price of gas was 311. The Biden administration pressured big banks to divest from traditional energy investments. June 2021, Biden, the average pr- gas price was 315. Biden revokes permit and cancels Keystone pipe, uh, XL pipeline. Uh, and this is what we all, I think this was kind of around the time when we all remember there was just like a crazy spike the gas um pumps were full and like or like uh, um, this was, they were I, empty i think this was around the time that one of the the colonial pipeline got hacked yes you know yes. what yeah yes and so then you go to august 2021 price of gas was 325 um, Biden called on Russian OPEC to increase their oil production to counter rising prices instead of increasing domestic production, which is ironic because it's like, why are you asking other people to increase their oil, but we're not? Mm-hmm. Um, same time, 
uh, by or there's increased regulations and scrutiny to punish and sanction the fossil fuel industry. December 2021, gas was 339. Biden halted federal aid for new fossil fuel projects abroad. Uh, February 22nd, 2022, just moments before Russia's invasion, Biden delayed issuing new oil and gas drilling permits on federal land. The average price of gas is 390. And now, uh, March 8th, 2022, the average price of gas is 425. Biden banned Russian oil imports. Other European countries have not followed suit, hurting America more than Russia. So the thing with like the Russian oil, that's like 10% of our oil. And so it's interesting, like, I saw someone else post this. They were saying if if um banning oil from another country is supposed to hurt that country's economy, what did banning our own oil do to our economy? Mm, I think I shared that, yeah. 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 And I'm a teensy bit confused. Is... I wouldn't think 10% of our oil would make this big of a difference if we're doing out of 100%. Uh, 10% is still, I mean, it's a good chunk. And so we're going to have to make that up somewhere, but he's refusing to reopen the Keystone Pipeline in order for us to make it up. And so he's claiming he's pulling, and this too, so like we had like all, I think on... I know we had all these reserves set aside, but for like a rainy day, which that would be today. And so part of it is Biden's planning on opening those reserves, which I think it's only like 90 million gallons of oil. But he had also used a good portion already because he was, when he closed the Keystone Pipeline, he opened those reserves just to keep gas prices down and his approval rating up. And mm. so instead of just holding it off for a rainy day, um, we used a good portion of our reserves that we did not and should not have had to use. Yeah. And I I keep hearing that it's just going to get worse and it's just going to get worse and it's just going to get worse. Yeah. But what's... I mean, there's nothing we can do. Well, and that's what's frustrating. It's like, okay, for the rich American, it's not going to bother them. But for, like, middle-class Americans and low-income people, it's like, I'm going to have to choose between driving, not me personally, but, like, someone's going to have to choose between driving to work and getting paid. Oh, well, no. Well, I have to work. But, but no, that's I mean, saying. it's like it's like if they can't afford gas to get to work, and you know, I've been like this weekend. Another thing I need to do is I really need to like sit down and like write something that I'm grateful for, and just really be in the word because like this yeah. week has been incredibly hard for me, like like economics wise, just trying to balance and work on everything because yeah. I have to drive 40 minutes for my job. So, like, this, I, I use, I, yeah, thank God. And thank God I have, like, a Corollas are pretty good cars when it comes to gas. Like, it should not be, like, a very, the very, at the beginning of it, which was in June, so it should be cheaper, but at the very beginning, it was costing me 27 to fill it up. Yeah. Right now, it's 41, technically it could be about 42, 43, but 
Anyway, my whole point being like, it's very, like, I have to drive 40 minutes to work. It's yeah. very difficult for me. And I'm grateful that I, you know, I, I'm grateful that I do have a job to pay for it and, you know, I have to move some things around and whatnot. But there are people who are in worse situations. And I feel like I'm not in the best situation. Because yeah. a lot of my friends, too, they're not, they don't have to go to work. So really, all I really have to do is go to, like, church and go to the grocery store. But even the grocery store, literally, you just, have walmart deliver it yeah. <laughs> you know and, and like you can thing, avoid using your car and the thing too people don't realize like prices of goods are going to go up too because between transportation oh, they already have. and then <laughs> like it's going to go up even more between the transportation yeah. and then like i mean there's truckers like, getting oil. oil plastic yeah. is oil and that's why it's like frustrating that like people don't understand it's like why and this is where I think President Trump was right. It's like we shouldn't be dependent on any other nations. We should or not. We, we should, should get... limit our dependency on other nations. If we can even like this is I don't know how to say this without sounding insensitive, but if we could even have people making the iPhone in the US, we need like we need to just I really think we just need to be dependent on ourselves. Because mm-hmm. if something happens like this we really don't want to have to depend on other people. Like, we should yeah. be U.S. dependent. And, I mean, I... One... Here's the other thing, too. But here's the problem with that. Like, I was going to say, I want to start only buying U.S. things. But the reality is, because They're I don't expensive. have a lot of money, it's so expensive. It's so expensive to make things in the U.S. Why? I mean, oh, maybe we should have someone to come talk about that because I just I don't understand. Other than yeah. from you have to pay people a livable wage, which is a good thing. Like that's not a bad thing. I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, and the other thing that's kind of like annoying me, and I haven't said anything. I I've actually had one or two people say this to me in real life. Um, but one thing that's kind of annoying me is people are like. Um, I don't mind paying extra money at the pump for those children in Ukraine. And it's like, two things are not, the, like, these are not the yeah. same. Like, I you paying extra someone... money at the pump is, has, is not affecting the people in Ukraine. I'm sorry, yeah. it's just not. I had a friend that, like, shared that last, it was actually, she shared it last night, and she's like, that is, and she's, like, a good Republican. She's like, that is your privilege talking that you think that everyone can just handle and deal with gas going up like a dollar fifty a gallon. Like yeah. that is your privilege talking right there that you think that's gonna be okay that a working mother will be able to continue working and feeding, especially when prices on everything's going up. Right. And also you taking this extra Money and gas is not helping anybody in Ukraine. I'm sorry, it's not. Just like how yeah, um, she was, she was like yeah, like you wearing uh yellow and blue and saying I'm okay with paying a little bit more at the gas pump is not you actually not- doing something. It does not mean anything. It just shows your white privilege or not white privilege. Sorry, but it just shows your privilege that rich privilege probably your rich privilege yeah that, that's okay and i think that's like the irony in the whole like democratic party it's like you know like yeah. i'm okay with paying more at the pub and it's like okay but what about like everyone else like i mean what a, i mean what about me like i yeah I mean, 
I we're, like, it, we're okay. Like we do fine, but we're not great. And like honestly, yeah, like, price increases have really taken a hit on a lot of Americans. And I mean, especially me. Like I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I didn't say this before. Part of the reason why I'm going to that party is because it's a free meal. I I mean, like yeah. you got to get it where you can get it. Like you yeah. know, like it's. I mean, it's that's where, and and. I've been going back and forth too. Like I said earlier, it is on the other side of town. So I'm like, okay, gas wise, should I still really do it? Well, you know, and that's the other thing too. I mean, people with the whole, even like with the whole Kim Kardashian, like work, 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 work. We are working. We are doing, we are trying hard. It's not like we're in just a tear. Like this is just a really bad time for people economically. I didn't use a sex tape. To get my name out there right. like you did and right you already have and live in beverly hills and bel-air already and already right. had all this money like you and- were like she was able to thrive because she had a um fallback like she had she knew that even if she failed at business she'll always be taken care of and not just taken care of like living a well-to-do life and right. so, like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong, like, she's a great businesswoman, she works her butt off, but that's not the secret to business. No, and honestly, and like you said this when we were talking about it, I'm not taking advice from her in that aspect. Yeah. Like, that she just isn't the one like she, who is, like, what? starting a business, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily take advice from her. But, like, how she's, like, been able to, like, create, like, in the Kardashians journal, create the Kardashian brand and create, right. like, all these brands from it. Like, I think that's something you can take away from it. But just, like, starting right. out as a businesswoman. No, I'm not like, taking advice. Once I get to that million dollar mark with my business, okay, Kim, what, where do we go from here? Yeah. But, I mean, Mallory literally counting uh, coins to make sure I can pay for the pay for the software and whatnot. No, I'm not taking your advice. Like <laughs> this new software, like so you know it's. And once again, like I'm really trying not to complain. I'm just trying to be real and like yeah. honest about like the situation. And if there, oh, the other thing too, really quick on um, what doesn't work: pouring out your Russian vodka. I think is hilarious. Fine. That has zero effect. Well, hilarious. Like, so Sebastian's opponent. Um, for when he ran, he was just like, yeah, I'm calling in a ban on Russian vodka. And I'm like, well, maybe you should call in a ban on Russian oil. And that would do a lot better than pouring right. out your vodka, sir. Like, I'm That literally sorry. makes no like, difference. Wordy, and, like, and it's just so funny. And this is something I also want our following to realize. Like, the Democrats are pulling hard on this Russian-Ukraine war because that's the only thing they have for midterms. And so it's so funny, like, Sebastian's, like, opponent from 2020, like, now the only thing, like, he's posting about is, like, Ukraine. He's like, this is what we're doing for Ukraine. This is, like, like, look at me volunteering. And, like, you're seeing this a lot of Dems. It's like, look at me volunteering with this drive for goods for Ukraine. And, like, we should be doing this to help Ukraine and that to help Ukraine. Like, I'm not saying, like, that's not, like, a bad thing at all. Like, I'm happy they're doing that. But the only reason why they're doing that is for votes in uh, November. Yeah. And, like, and that's the only reason why, like, it's, I I don't want to say that's the only reason why it's getting highlighted as much as it is. 
but like i think that's the reason one of the reasons why like the dims are all of a sudden like we gotta do this we everybody's gotta, talking like, about it yeah yeah like talk about and I, it and it's like it's a distraction from like all the crappy policies the dims and biden have put into place the last two years and i think we can also recognize that like for example what is happening in ukraine is awful sad yeah. and terrible i feel so bad for the people i don't necessarily um i'm supposed to upload james james needs to send me the uh file but we talked a little bit about it and you know i'm not on team ukraine team russia i'm not doing that because i honestly don't know enough about the conflict to pick yeah I mean, a I don't know geopolitical enough. team but i do know that there's people there's humans that are hurt on both sides that have nothing to do that just literally have nothing to do with it. It's just two leaders yeah. mad at I mean, each other, two governments. I think we can both agree we're anti-Putin. Yeah, yes, yeah, I can definitely say that. I don't think Putin's like this. I think the Russian people have, especially these Russian soldiers, they I don't think they're aware of what's going on. Like they've been, no. my understanding is they've been told something different. Um, I mean, they're attacking and, civilians. Which that's the scary sad thing is so how that, they're attacking civilians. Yeah, that I, I that's but awful. I'm not gonna touch I on that. I'm talking about Mary Sue, who no longer can get um use PayPal, who no longer can use her iPhone, who connects yeah. with her family through Facebook because they're concerned about how she's doing. I'm talking about Mary or no, not Mary Sue, uh, Olga. I'm talking about Olga that is trying to connect with her family. Anastasia in Russia. I'm talking about them. Like I feel, I do feel bad for the people in Russia who are just trying to live. Like, and I think, yeah, the average us. Yeah. (laughs) The two girls on their podcast. (laughs) My, my understanding is I think, the enemies Putin and like the government because like I mean look at what they're doing like they're silencing the media over there they're yeah um, arresting people for speaking out yeah um, and so like I think like the average Russian in my understanding is like they're completely like against this like I mean they're yeah. protesting in Russia for crying out loud and you know I'm gonna say this and I hope this doesn't get us canceled, but I'm going to say it. I really hope that nothing happens to the U.S. Because the way, for example, Students for Life shared the picture of the maternity ward. And people immediately went, well, how do we know this is true? How do we know that she's not a crisis? Instead of like, oh my gosh, they bombed the maternity ward. Oh, that's awful. Their first immediate reaction was, this can't possibly be true. Fake, fake. That was what yeah. people were, and I like. Nobody's gonna have sympathy but, for us. I know, nobody's gonna. I mean, but I will play devil's advocate with you. I think it's like we've been given so much propaganda the Absolutely. last couple of years that people don't know what's real and what's fake, and they can't trust the information they're given. And we know that a lot of the things, some, not a lot, some of the things that have come out are fake. We do know that for sure. But I I just, I can't, I cannot fathom looking at a picture of a bloodied woman, pregnant woman from a maternity ward and going fake, boo, like, this is fake. I can't believe you're sharing. And it's like, I I just wouldn't say anything. Like, because 
I just, I wouldn't say anything until I had more information. It literally recently happened. So we really don't know either way, yeah. but I just, I don't know. To me, that just lacks so much compassion. So, and it could very well be fake. Absolutely. It could. I don't know. I, I'm not researching it enough to know, but I'm going to err on the side that it's real until I know that it's fake. Yeah. Um, And I just, I, I'm concerned that like if something would happen in the US, everybody would be like, who cares? They didn't care about us. Because mm, yeah. I just, I don't know. That just really concerns me. Yeah, um, Last well, thing we'll say about this is, I don't know if you saw Pete uh, Buttigieg. I, I can never say his name. Did you see his tweet or his yeah, comment? Yeah, someone was like, hey, like, something about, like, gas prices, like, we'll just buy an electric car. And it's like, I'm, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, we started looking at it with how prices. We looked at a Tesla. I think the cheapest one is 40000 yeah, so if you can't afford gas, I, I'm just, I don't understand how, like, you can afford <laughs> a Tesla. Like, it just, yeah. so this person said, Mayor Pete said today that people struggling with rising gas uh, prices should solve the issue by buying electric cars. In related news, homeless people should also buy houses so they aren't homeless anymore. Thanks for the tips, Marie Antoinette. <laughs> Which, that was funny. But, no, seriously, yeah. like, that's so, well, like, out of touch. And this is kind of the issue I have because my understanding with like Trump's cabinet, he picked people that had experience in this. Biden's cabinet is people he owed political favors to. So like Pete Buttigieg, yeah. why he has no experience being head of infrastructure. Like if you're head of infrastructure, why would you say that comment to someone? Because at the end of the day, he has no idea what exactly. he's doing. Exactly, he has no idea. Like he was mayor of a, and he town. has he can do that. He probably can. Yeah, I mean, the buy only a Tesla. Reason, like, South Bend. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Only reason why South Bend was on the map is because of Notre Dame. But oh, I don't even know what about. a hostile. What I mean, I don't know. Like I'm honest to God, curious how him and like his family has money. Like I don't. Know. I'm assuming he can't. Is it doing went to Harvard? And I'm thinking family. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking maybe, too. Like um, maybe they're old. But I mean, I, I, I mean, his husband was like a teacher, and I don't think he came for money. So this is what I've realized. So I've been trying to figure out like how are rich people like how like or how are people, yeah, how are rich people doing this? Like how are people like, and what it is is. When your parents are okay, they're able to open up. Maybe you're not like filthy rich, like, you know, celebrities, but if your parents are okay, then you're doing, you're able to do certain things. Like one of my friends, they have zero college debt because their parents worked for a college and they did an exchange. So they don't have any student loans, not near one, near one student loan. And their parents also bought them a car. And when their car was too old or whatever, they just traded it in for a new car. So they have a decent car. Their rent, oh, and because of their credit isn't messed up. So they can get a decent apartment. Well, yeah. their rent, they split with their parents until they're married because their parents want help, which is no, absolutely nothing wrong with that. If anything, yeah. I'm jealous. So like, and, be, and that's how they keep getting richer. Exactly. Because if you, what I've realized, if you can limit, like if you can do certain things without adding the debt, and nine times out of ten, like people act like, yeah, I I just did this without the debt. No, 
you had help. Like your parents were able, your parents worked really hard to do X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z. So then you're able to do this, which once again, this is not, this is, I'm helping those people who out there like me. Like I I don't have that help. That's not something I have. Like I, I, I don't have that help. I'm blessed to have to, to have to live with my parents. That's a whole nother story. But like, that's the only quote unquote help I have. So like, I'm trying to help. This isn't, you know, me ragging on rich people. It, I hope my kids are like, I, I want my kids to be privileged. I want my yeah. kids to be, I was listening to this comedian. He was like, I want my kids to be those stuck up kids that go to people's houses asking for steak and like um, grapefruit juice. I'm like, that's what I want to. I want my kids to go into people's houses asking for grapefruit juice. But anyway, my point in saying is like, that is, so when you're, some people, sometimes you're kind of further back because you have to have all these other extra things. So like, that's how, like you said, that's how the rich can continue to be rich because they're pushing. They don't have to start from the same place where some of us have to start. Yeah. So that also just shows like, we just have to work hard. And once the world gets set back, um, elections have consequences. Our hard work can actually like follow through and like, can actually make a difference. Um, but speaking of working hard, our um, sponsor today is Little Co. You should listen to our episode with the founder, Brooke. Um, she started her jo- this job that she has, her small business, um, as a passion project in 2019. She left her nursing job to pursue this full time. All of the bows and scrunchies that she sells are wholesale through small U.S. businesses, and everything that's apparel is designed by her, and no items are purchased through mass resellers. Everything is handmade, and their goal is to wholesale through more and more small businesses so that all the customers know that their items are sourced, who is making them, and ultimately can be reassured that when they spend money with them, they're going to wholesome families who are trying to create a wonderful life for themselves which is also just adding that on like this is a perfect example of like this is how you can move up and move out is starting businesses and like working your way through that and they also want to say that their company is 100% scripturally based and they do not cave to cancel culture I wish I, I'm not wearing it but I got their um one of their shirts and if you use the code those girls you get 10% off all right so I'm not gonna do an audible our next story i'm just gonna read and then you like do like one little comment because we're running long okay because i do think it's important to know this information all right what we know and don't know about the arrest of u.s olympic champion Brittany grinner in russia it's still not clear exactly when u.s basketball star Brittany grinner was arrested or where she is now grinner is 31 as a championship winning player with the wnba's phoenix mercury and spends her off seasons playing for the Russian team, UMMC Externberg. Now the mystery surrounding her detainment in Russia has come to symbolize the growing tensions between the U.S. and Russia during Russia's continued invasion of Ukraine. The Russian Federal Customs Service said an American was detained at Moscow's airport after being found with hash oil. The Russian Customs Agency said in a statement a U.S. citizen was detained in February 2022 after flying to Moscow from New York but did not say what day. The Customs Agency said the U.S. citizen was placed in pretrial detention and said a criminal case was underway for smuggling significant amounts of narcotic substances. The defense carries a potential punishment of 5 to 10 years in prison. Gurner was in Russia for work playing for UMCC or UMMC. 
where in 2021 she helped the team win its fifth EuroLeague Women's Championship, wrote Tamron Sproul, a journalist who covers women's basketball. A member of the U.S. Arms Services Committee said it's going to be very difficult to get Gardner out of Russia. Our diplomatic Oof. relationships with Russia are non-existent at the moment, Democratic Rep. John Garamardi of California told CNN on Monday. Woof. This is the, okay, my quick comment. This is the absolute worst time to accidentally get yourself in a situation like this. She could not have picked the worst. Like, I'm not, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable for her. Like, this is terrible timing. Terrible. Yeah. But I think you made a point to me. It's like, this is, just remember, like, when you go to another country, you have to follow their rules. Like, regardless, because it's like, I mean, you just, it's very difficult being, like, a non-citizen, getting in trouble as a non-citizen in another country. I mean, look at the... What was that case in Italy? Autumn. The girl. Oh, Italy. Oh, Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox. And it's just like very difficult because like their laws are very different than our laws and kind of like you're having countries working together. And it's just like a lot of like, it's a lot more challenging than if like a citizen got in trouble in their own country because it's just like a lot more diplomatic laws that they just have to figure out. And so it's just, like, when you go to a different country, just make sure you are um, following the rules. Like, don't play around. You guys, seriously, don't play around. Like, yep. other countries are not going to be as nice to you. Okay. Yep. So next story, and this is what I kind of want to have a little bit more discussion on. Uh, Jesse, Som- 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 I can't say his name. Jesse Smollett. 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 <laughs> Attorneys file emergency motion seeking release from jail. Shalomalat was sentenced to 150 days in Cook County Jail following his conviction for lying to police about being the victim of a hoax hate crime in 2019. So if you remember, he hired two people to beat him up for being, was it gay? Okay, let me tell you. Okay, I'll rehash it really quick. I'll be quick. So he said that he was outside going to Subway at night, a black man that's gay outside, late in the cold, and he's from and what, he the was, show Empire. The show Empire, and he was walking, minding his own business, late at night, outside in the cold in Chicago, going to Subway, and some guys came with MAGA hats on and put a noose around his neck and threw uh oil on uh not oil um something on him. And said, this is MAGA country. And they called him the F word that's used in a mean way to gay people. So this is what he said. A gay slur. Yep. All that to say a gay slur. Um, So he said all of that happened. I remember when this happened. I remember thinking, this is very sketch. And I'll say this. I can make this joke because I'm black. But I just remember, like. I don't know too many black people that are going to be outside in the cold like that. Also, too, you're some rich man. Why don't you just have somebody, like, deliver it to you? If it's that late at night. Like, I just remember thinking. And then realistically. Or going to ride the subway. He was getting the food subway. Okay. And then, okay, the other thing, I was like, you know, and 
I don't remember if I thought of this or if I heard this somewhere, but what is the Venn diagram of MAGA people that watch Empire? That not only watch Empire, but watch Empire and would recognize the gay character. Like, what is the Venn diagram of that? Like, I, realistically. Can I say my first thought is, like, what MAGA people are in Chicago? I mean, like, downtown yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Late at night. Late at like, night. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, but that is, like, not and, a Republican area. No. And I knew, like, I knew it was fishy from the jump. People on other, oh, my God, my heart, my heart. But I will say, for all Trevor Noah and his ilk does, they did a hilarious, I'll have to link it so you guys can watch it. They did a hilarious spoof of it, making fun of him, like, against Jesse, which I think is, I, I appreciate that about them because, you know, I did not mind the Daily Show until Trump got elected, and then it literally was just anti like anti Trump Republicans are stupid. It's not being funny, and it's not being about just random well, stuff. Like, they used to have interesting of, stuff. Like, well, late night has kind of lost their. Well, after Trump got elected, and all their jokes were about Trump, yeah, kind of were like, yeah, isn't that funny? No, they stopped being funny. But anyway. So, yeah, that's what happened. And now he's finally getting his comeuppance. But I wonder if I can play it really quick. You've heard, have you heard the video? No. Okay, well, I'm going to play it really I quick. What I wanted to talk about was like, oh, yeah. That, that's 150 days. Like, that's it. That was like my thought. I'm like, that's nothing. That's, that's like not, roughly I mean, five months. He's it's a that. rich celebrity. He's a rich that's celebrity. Nothing. I'm like, sh- to I'm be sorry, honest, but he like hate the hate crime and used like police resources. I think people get longer time in jail. Like I thought, you get at least like a year if you just called nine one one for no reason at all. Oh, I didn't know about that. But I'm gonna be honest. I thought because he's a celebrity, he wasn't going to get any jail time. So I'm mm-hmm. happy that he got some jail time. I but, oh yeah, that's very because he could have started. A- well, he also could have started a race war. Well, okay, maybe not started a race war. Like, maybe he's not that important. But he could have started something. Yeah. I thought he should have gotten, like, more time. I was thinking, like, a couple years. Yeah, no. Nope. Just 150 days. Um, But on, um, I think it was World News or Inside, one of them, they showed, like, the jail that he's in. It's in a Chicago jail. I feel sorry. I will say this. He's going to have a tough time. Yeah, so but I doubt they're going to put him in the main population. I'm sorry. I just got looked this up. A 911 prank call can get you up to one year in jail. Just a 911 oh, wow. prank call. That's good to know because I feel like people do that. But yeah. are never receiving a replicate. But, wow, that's crazy. He gets less time than a 911 call. I mean, call. it's up but- to a year, but it's like, I mean... There's like a whole investigation. Like it, it's different between like prank calling nine one one and like having a whole investigation go into this. To me, to me, the wildest part of all of this is how he's still saying he's innocent. Like I feel like at some point I would I just don't stop get talking. Why? I like, I don't know. Listen, documentation. To, okay, go ahead. Listen to this really quick. Suicide. I am innocent and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means 
that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your Okay. Did you hear that? Yeah, I feel like... Heck, if you lied about the, if you lie about the attack, what makes me think you're not lying about you not being suicidal? You know what I'm saying? That was my. Here's thought. my, here here's my opinion. Trigger warning, I guess. I think that he's going to try to kill himself because it gives thinking. him. Yeah, I think he's going to try to kill himself because it gives him. It'll continue his legacy. He'll get the sympathy that he wanted. But now that he said all this, now it's kind of suspicious. Because even a, a conservative I followed tweeted something like, I wonder if there's something... That's interesting he said that. I wonder if there's something more. Did he have any connections with Hillary? And it's like, no, he didn't have any connections. He's an actor trying to get more attention. Yeah. He probably needs some mental health help as well. well I, I mean, don't I don't understand. Because, I mean, there it's not like... Like, there's clear like definitive evidence against him that's what, that's I what i'm saying like, like there are i mean they have the conversation with the nigerians i mean and you can't tell me that a nigerian is wearing i'm i'm laughing because i'm uncomfortable it's not funny but like are you saying the nigerians put on white face and you couldn't tell with their nigerian accent and not like it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I, I just, I like, well, something's wrong with him. But also, like, but I guess it's like, one of those things, like, once you start lying, you got to keep it up. I don't know. I think about know. it, too. Like, how, like, mentally, dis- is it mentally disturbing that the word? That you have, you feel the need that you have to orchestrate this whole fake attack. I know. That's terrible. The thing that also, too, like, this is awful. How he kept the noose around him. No, and people have said this, and I'm going to echo this as the relative black person on this podcast. No black person is going to have a noose. Like, if someone puts a noose on you, you're not going to wait around for the police. I, I wanted to show you the noose. On. He kept the noose on. He waited for the police to show the police he had the noose. There is no way in heck... I would keep a noose on my neck to show the police. Like what? That like yeah, tiny things like that. Like I was paying like paying attention. He yeah, and it's sad. Yeah. And I just I'm just don't understand why he's still keeping it up. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other closing thoughts on this? And I'll go to our final story. Um, no, no closing thoughts. Um, our final story is brought to you by Culture of Life 1972. Um, use our code. Those are the girls. Nineteen seventy two to get ten percent off. Y'all know about that place. It's great. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So this is like really heartwarming for me, and I'm grateful Mallory put it in. Um, Tiger Woods was recently inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame this week, and everyone knows I grew up playing golf. Tiger Woods is my hero. He was my like that's who I looked up to. Um, and so, oh, okay. So, you defy the odds every time. Tiger Woods breaks down in tears as he's inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame by his 14-year-old daughter, Sam. Like, I'm getting chills just reading this, guys. 
Tiger Woods was inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame on Wednesday by his 14-year-old daughter, Sam. He broke down in tears as he spoke about the lessons of hard work his late father instilled into him when he was inducted. Woods 46 also mentioned that as a black and Asian golfer, he was not allowed into the clubhouses at golf clubs, so he worked on improving his game. Sam said he instilled the same values into her and her 13-year-old brother, Charlie, calling her father a fighter and saying he's defied the odds every time. Woods has won 82 victories on the PGA Tour during his long career and 15 majors. He won his fifth Masters after receiving back surgery. Wow, I didn't know that last sentence. Oh, yeah, he's had a lot of back issues the last 15 years is why he hasn't been, like, 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 he played, I think he'd, like, he played and won, like, a major tournament, and then, like, the next day had, like, back surgery. Like, he p- played through the injury. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Wow. And I guess golfing, because you have back issues, too, so I guess golfing yes. does that to you? Like, uh, yeah. Well. I mean, mine, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, yeah. Yeah, because it's like it's like if it's just like a lot of pressure on the back. And it's like I okay, I will say like your app like your average golfer that goes like and like I was like highly competitive, like not like Tiger Woods level competitive, but like I played a lot practice. No, but you went to college for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, you're not just some chum of, that goes out there. Yeah, it, it's not like you're a <laughs> weekend golfer. Like, it was a lot of, like, it's a lot of strain on the back. And, I mean, like, people are like, well, golf, like, you can't get injured. It's just, like, like it's not, a, like, a, it's not, like, football. It's not, like, a rigorous sport. But it's actually, like, I mean, it's very challenging on the body. Like, I mean, I can tell you how many friends I know that, like, had to have surgery because of a golf injury. What like I'm guessing is, is it's probably a lot of the repetitiveness yes. of doing the same motions yep. and then get you have to do it a certain way. Yeah. And yeah, then, like, I'm and sure that's too, what it's hurts. Because, like, like, you swing, like, a certain way. So, like, my body's, like, I, like, go, like, one way, like, all the time. And, like, mm-hmm. in theory, like, you should be swinging, like, if you swing right-handed one time, you should be swinging left-handed the next time to kind of, like, balance out your body. But, I mean, that's a theory no. you can actually do that? that yeah but um it's just like very different than like a lot of like other sports like injury wise yeah so i just wanted to add one last thing and then uh we can wrap it up i love how it says that as a black and asian golfer he was not allowed into the clubhouse at golf club so he worked on improving his game how amazing is it that some of those people who would not allow him in had to pay money to see him that yeah. were probably betting on him that probably had to they probably were buying his memorabilia Here on eBay and, and they that. wouldn't even let yeah. him in. Oh, I yeah. love it. I, I I love it. Stories like that just love it. Love to see it. How many people probably ignored him, didn't acknowledge him, and then all of a sudden are like, hey, man, you want to da And he could be like, no. Yep. I just, I love yep. it. I, I know, it. I don't know if I finish it. There was, like, a really good documentary on HBO about Tiger Woods, and, like, one of the episodes is, like, yeah, like, after he won the Masters in, like, 97, um, he really became, like, 
the face for like I guess I guess kind of racism in the sport but he became like the advocate like that's all they wanted to talk about was like dealing with race especially in a very like I mean and still today a very white dominated sport yeah and so like I mean he became and that's why he like he because I think he has admitted like he struggled with like drugs and alcohol and like that's kind of what led to like his addiction is just like he received a lot of extra pressure being like pretty much the lone african-american in golf yeah i mean yeah one of the most successful african-american athletes in the world and like trying to deal with the pressure of like having like to be that person you looked up to especially for african-american children and it was yeah. just like a lot of pressure for him that he actually struggled with because all he wanted to do was play golf but it got him yeah but golf got him all this attention that he actually like didn't want at all wow i mean i can't even imagine being that high up and that important feeling that pressure and i feel that pressure in friendships like i'm the only black friend for a lot of my friends and sometimes i feel like okay don't be too this don't be too that i gotta be like this because i'm the Mm -hmm. only black person they'll ever interact with probably for the rest of their life so i don't want them to have a bad opinion and like i can't imagine having to do that for the entire sport slash world that's crazy that's and i think that's something that like and, and I think, too, it's, like, it, it's a little different, too, because it's, like, yeah, like, you could say that about, like, Michael Jordan and, like, all the football players, but, like, they have other African-American colleagues that can also take the yeah. brunt of the pressure. Right, like, Tiger, right. It was literally just him. I can't name another black golfer other than uh, this cute guy I follow on Instagram. Who? But he's not famous. Okay, so his name is James, not my brother, okay. gross. Um, and he's like this comedian. He had this show on Comedy Central called Hood Adjacent. And he just talks yeah. about growing up like bl- like black or like he, he was black, but he went to a private school. So everybody mm-hmm. thought that he was like hood, but he really wasn't. But all of his like white private school friends were like, yeah, you're my black friend. You're da da da. So he just talked about growing up hood adjacent. Yeah. And he plays golf. Like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, what more private school thing can you get other than playing golf but yeah yeah i don't know any other black golfers yeah i mean the other only other one i can think of it's harold barner the third he's actually from charlotte he played at ecu and um harold barner the third i think i'm friends with this person on facebook i think it's i don't remember where he went to high school but um he goes by like hv3 i think is on his social medias but he's like the only other like african-american golfer i can think of oh no i'm not really on facebook he looks familiar but no he's like way older than me gastonia i think yeah he's from gastonia gastonia is not charlotte (laughs) common mistake mistake. area it's always funny people are like yeah he's hilarious okay what if he can come on the pod how many followers does he have Republican too. Oh, and he's a Republican? I think so. But don't quote me on that. We uh we should get him on the pod. Um Oh, actually, like it would be fun to get him on the pod and get the guys on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we would talk about, but because the guys want to talk 
with you more sports stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, but anyway, so I, I yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I if you did, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, like, follow, interact with us somehow on whatever platform you're listening to. Also, we have our anti-abortion social club hot pink shirt. We are taking back the color pink. They're available on our website. We have some cool events coming up on March 21st. If you live in the Charlotte area, we have the Pro-Life Future Charlotte's True Woman Empowerment event, where we're going to have a speaker who is the director of a women's center. Um, we're going to have her speak. Um, go to our website for more details on that. On March 26th, we're going to be partnering with Love Life, and we're going to be at the Love Life March. And where, excuse me, sorry, where you're hot pink, um, the pro boards will not know what hit them because they're they. They won't know what hit them if they see a bunch of hot pink. Um, they think that's their color, but it's actually ours. So come, come to that. Head over to our website. If you have any questions about that, please reach out, email, write, text, call, however you want to get in contact. But seriously, speak with us. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. We will be having some more. Uh, we're going to be doing more of the political gorgeous gorgeous girls vote coming up in the next coming week so be prepared for that um also a reminder for people in north carolina check out your new district um it was decided they're going through with the maps so check that out if you live in north carolina if you don't live in north carolina you should still check it out too because your primaries and special elections are coming up and they're coming up fast and you don't want to miss that because these are elections that Republicans can win because people just don't really go to them. So this could be our time to shine. Um, anything else, Vic, I should add? Nothing else for my side. All righty, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.